Memorandum from SMR165 to GoGo13. Subject warning. Duke Togo, you have been charged with the following task. Listen to this episode, which contains adult language, mature situations, political intrigue involving real-life political figures, fiction geared towards men of a certain age, sexually charged women, implausible methods of assassination, and the emotionless face of the one who will kill you, Duke Togo. Mission accepted. Episode 165. Oh my god! Please don't kill me! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Reviews. Some podcasts inventing reviews about connecting ants narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode, and especially since it's episode 165! Woo! So 165 episodes, and only we're how fucking far behind? <laughs> we should have been like at 170 by now, but unfortunately, life sucks. Life has been weird, but anyway, so as you can tell by the voice, who's back? I'm here. I'm. I'm. It's me. It's Timbo. I'm back. And he's doing a manga review episode. Yes. Although I'm not actually reviewing it, I'm just along for the ride today. Yeah. No. No tiger. Until, <laughs> until you do Tiger and Bunny, which will happen eventually uh, one day. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Well, still remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes and other podcasts at www.spirekin.com, where we have the movie review, the manga review, the game review, and, it's coming soon, the book review, where we're going to be talking about books which are of a more personal nature or more intriguing nature. Things like The Great Gadsby, or Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, or, dare I say it, Fifty Shades of Grey, where we can bash and make fun of it while reading it like Takai. <laughs> He thrusts his hips again. His eyes are wide, wary, and filled with salacious need. Need for me. Need for my mouth. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, God. Have you listened to that? Some of those? No. There are some funny ones. Like, the guy who does the voice of Duke Nukem is reading it, and you're like... <laughs> I'm going to put these inside you. <laughs> then I'm going to spank you. Not for punishment, but for your pleasure and mine. He pauses, gauging my wide-eyed reaction. Inside me, I gasp, and all the muscles deep in my belly clench. My inner goddess is doing the dance of the seven veils. 
<laughs> I think for the live show, we're actually going to play some of those because they're so fucking funny, even though it's so dated. Because the books are already done. They're out. Yeah. And what am I going to say? They're shitty books. They're based on a fucking fan fiction. Yeah. And some lady who's like, I can't write about my Edward and my Jacob, so instead I'll make it Christian Grey or whatever the fuck his name is. Unfortunately, Hope is the only person who knows about that because she reads it. Yeah, I don't, I don't read any of that stuff. Yes. I try to read books that are less well-known. Yes, like the one with the, the dinosaur. Did you finish that? No, I'm like halfway through it right now. Yep. I'm now reading Le Club Dumas. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's about a guy who... He's hired... His, his name is uh, Luke, Lucas uh, Corso. Mm-hmm. He's hired to authenticate a book called The Nine Doors of the Shadows. Ah, all right then. <laughs> Sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, yeah, it does. It was based on. It, it was turned into a movie starring an unknown actor, and apparently everyone says that the last scene of that movie ruins the whole movie. Eh, it does. I've I've it's, had this conversation with people before. We've yeah. had this conversation because yep. we saw it in theaters. Yep. We, I think we both agreed that that it, that's where it drops the ball. Is that yeah. last scene? Yeah. Like, can can we can we see it, please? Can can we see it? I think I think years now passed, and I've and I've thought about it. And now I kind of get it. It's like he's the only one who's supposed to get to see it, so I get why we don't get to see it now. But it still pissed me off that I didn't. We didn't get to see it. Still, it's better than what happened to Frank Langella. Yeah, I'm invincible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in one movie you get thrown down a bottomless pit, <laughs> and then this movie you burn to death. Yeah. Good job, Frank Langella, yeah. from Skeletor to insane rich guy, <laughs> and also you're Perry White. <laughs> what yeah, are you going to do next? Too. Well, the I new Perry White I'm very sad about. I, I can't believe Forrest Whitaker. Forrest. Ghost Dog, <laughs> Way of the Samurai, Forrest Whitaker is fucking Perry White. Yeah, <laughs> Explain that weird. to me. That's weird. I, I don't know how I feel about that. What was the last good movie he actually fucking did? Um, was it Repo Men? Uh, Repo Men was good. Well, the acting was good. I, I, I liked both of the characters in it um, and I like most of the storyline I didn't like the last like half hour of it because it kind of ruined the book and actually the, the book I was talking we were talking about before is written by the same guy who wrote Repo Man which was actually originally called Repossession Mambo and so on and so forth he also wrote Matchstick Men which also became a movie but that one was a really bad interpretation of it yeah I, I don't know I, I haven't read the book and I haven't seen that movie so I, I can't really but you know why it. it was bad yeah yeah. No, it was it wasn't because of Coppola. It wasn't because of Coppola. It was because of fucking Rabisi. I'm sorry, on a tangent, but that guy looks like he's fucking retarded. Yeah. I'm an actor. I swear I'm an actor. I'm an actor. It's like who the fuck did you your mom have to bone to get you an acting gig, man? Yeah. He he was Phoebe's brother. That's all I have to say. He was Phoebe's brother and friends. <laughs> like who like married his like teacher. Who in Friends is still even fucking popular anymore? Eh, Matthew Perry's got a TV show right now. It's actually not a bad show. But it's I mean, decent. not TV show popular. Eh. I mean, movie popular. I mean, um, well, like, I mean, you got you got Jennifer Aniston. She's still around. She's in movies. Yeah, she's horrible bosses, man. Horrible bosses. Okay, I'll give you horrible bosses. <laughs> I give you horrible bosses. I will give I you. I still think. I still think. Uh, what's should... the guy named Charlie Day? The guy from. from... He should have fucked her. I was like, "What is wrong with you, dude? You're 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 lame." 
You're the worst. <laughs> He's Charlie dead. He can't read. He thinks about the nightmare. He doesn't, and he's obsessed with the waitress, who's actually his wife. But we've gone on a slight tangent, just a little bit. That's usual for this. And like I was saying earlier, you can email us at spirekinsgmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, you could buy our old, used, and unwanted DVDs, mangas, and other stuff at our store. (laughs) Amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash spirekin. We have a lot of promo stuff. We have a lot of things, including Boondocks 8, which I put up. And I'm debating about putting up one of the Bond movies we're going to be reviewing during our month of Bond, if that ever happens. Because unfortunately, it's kind of tough to get Bond set up because... There are so many fucking bonds to choose from, but that's yeah. the, that's the movie podcast, not the manga podcast. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I, th- I have I have some graphic novels I can give to you to put up on there as well. Or we could put it in our very new, our upcoming, the one, <laughs> the only, uh, the insane manga challenge, yeah, which we have the adult edition and the regular edition, and I. And pretty much I've been assured that we're going to be doing it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And we've got some great titles, and also the best part. They gave me three hours. Yeah. They gave me fucking three hours. Yeah, that was a lot better than when we tried to have to cram it in into, like, what, like an hour? Yes, but now here's the question, though. It's like, you, three hours. I mean, should I only do... How do I add this up? If you have... All right, let's say I put four, four contestants down. Four contestants down. Do I still do ten? Or do I still do three, but just do more categories? I don't know. Because the thing is, if you have four, and there's four answers, even if we do five... Mm-hmm. We do five answers per round. That still means, by process of elimination, one of them is going to fucking get it if I do four answers. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's tough. So maybe stick with three, but then just make more. But You could do a couple rounds. You could have, like... like... No, because we had three rounds initially plus yeah. the final round. And yeah. Then it, and then if we do the stupid, the morons round, which is essentially... Here's what I'm thinking. The, the losers. The losers <laughs> get the, the simplest questions possible. It's literally like, okay... Who? Which of these characters is not an anime <laughs> character? Mickey Mouse. That would that would be cool. Or be cool. or and do, then you could give them like the worst prize ever. You could get like or or I could do the find the worst manga you could find. Period, and give it to them. The Edu manga about <laughs> Anne Frank. Yeah. No, actually, yes. that's actually yes. I, I looked it online. That thing is worth a lot of money. <coughs> I may actually yeah. buy that. Yeah. What was the one that we got? The uh, or... lost. Uh, the Lost World, which was the first one released by Simon Says. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which um, unfortunately I'm not putting up, but Aiko is going to be up in that. I'm putting Aiko up. I also got a couple other things. I'm putting up all the gravitation. That's tough, but the fact is that unfortunately I do have to get rid of that manga series because I don't read it and. Well, I, I loved it for years, but just it's just sitting there. Yeah. Give it to someone who's going to yeah. like it. Love Hina, I'm debating, because on the one hand, it's teenage, but it's, you know. Mm. It's like Ron. I like the series. I don't know. Boys B, I'm getting rid of. I mean, that's a good series, but I don't know. Iken is going in the adult one. I'm getting rid of Iken for the adult <laughs> one. I have to. <laughs> I'm also debating about MPD Psycho, because we're not getting you gotta, 10. Yeah, you, you, gotta, you gotta give. Yeah, I don't know. It's either MPD Psycho or Kurosaki Corpse Delivery Service. I just don't know. It's just yeah. so crazy. I can, I can, should go to the, go to the. Oh, that's going to the hentai. That's going for the hentai one totally. <laughs> it's, it's like the win. The winner is getting it. It's like the winner. You get this. You get this. You get, you get giant boobies. You get giant <laughs> boobies, and you get the only VHS tape I have of, of, of hentai. <laughs> Actually, should I? I should do Jungle Day Eco. Give that up. Mm. The VHS. Yeah. Like, what is this thing? 
Oh yeah, you're a kid. You don't have a VHS tape. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they I saw that a movie recently came out, like last year, releases as a VHS, I was like, what the fuck? How? How is that even possible? The horror movie VHS. They released it as a fucking VHS. <laughs> Alright. I saw it, in, in, I went to FOA and Let I saw it. Let me guess, they're not going to make much money off of that. Apparently they've been selling it like fucking hotcakes. Because it's like the whole theme of it. You put it in the freaking VHS. Who still has a VHS? Who still has a VHS? Besides old men and crazy people? <laughs> uh, I have to would have to take mine, pull it out of underneath my stuff, and then I have yeah. to blow on it, hope it works like an old Nintendo. Yeah, like, yeah. <sighs> and maybe it'll work. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, we are tangent late today because we're Woo! we're in a very interesting mood because today's been weird. We had Chinese food walking out of the Chinese food That's place. Like MSG. Yes. M- systems. MSG power go. Yeah. <laughs> Madison Square Garden power. <laughs> no, no, no. And the uh, trivia question for today: What does MSG stand for? Don't look on Wiki. <laughs> if you do, you fail. Yeah. We will know, and then we will send the subject of today's episode to come and take care of you. Yes. But Zan almost broke the door on the in the in the Chinese food place. We op- he opened the door like a normal human being. He didn't he didn't like slam it. He didn't do Hulk smash on it or anything like that. He just opened it. But a good like gust of wind came, and like as soon as the gust of wind came, it caught the door and like ripped it like the ripped it from the fucking hinges. Yeah, it was it was it was really crazy. It almost like smashed. If it like, smashed, into the glass. I would have been fucked. Yeah, like but it was it wasn't even your fault. Like it just. Like, it was, like, a freak accident. It was, like, the the little arm that, like, holds the door. Yeah, the hinge kinda, completely it, it just, snapped. It just, like, ripped apart. It was... Yeah, all the all, all the bolts were gone. It was yeah. crazy. And ladies, like, looking like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, we were just like, uh... That's not our fault. We did not do that. Peace! <laughs> that was it exactly. Yeah. It was crazy. It was, uh, crazy. Uh, but, anyway, so we should... Get on to it because you're wondering. You're like this manga review, right? You talked about movies. You talked about books. <laughs> you talked about cons. You haven't talked about games yet. We talked about hentai. We talked about VHSs. Yeah. Well, we talked about you know. We, the only thing we haven't talked about yet is taxes, which we're not going to do because unfortunately, that's really you can't really talk about taxes and income taxes and paying your bills and all that other yeah, crap. Screw that. Yeah, do and all those W two forms. Screw that. Live, live in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> oh, you live in a cabin in the woods, you find a book underneath the basement, and yeah, yeah, yeah. then stuff happens, I don't know. But anyway, so we should get into the part you want me for when we talk about that review, because if you remember from the last episode of the Sparkin manga review, where I was actually reviewing Gravitation with Linda from Anime Diet, we spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated on to be reviewing a manga, which, surprisingly enough... Has been around since 1969, and it's still coming out. It's older than all of us. Yeah, I think all of us combined. Could this could this be the longest running? No manga series. No. No, that's still Hajime, Hajime no Evil has over 700 volumes, mm-hmm. and there's other stuff which is longer, which is just as good. But this series is the the premiere, the premier Senin manga. Surprisingly, <laughs> still released over here, and this is a crazy manga because it's released by Big Comics, still coming out, and over here by Viz Media and Lee Publishing. The only problem is that you are not going to read this in order, which is actually good because of the format. It's done pretty well. The only yeah. way you get it is in freaking anthology form, which is the greatest episodes ever of this manga. Yeah, the series is crazy. There's three movies. There's a live action movie where the voice of 
the main character was Jean Renault, <laughs> and it was Sonny Chiba playing yeah. him. I mean, it's fucking crazy. I mean, there's been various animes and yeah, things a, with it, right? Yeah, there's an awesome anime series. There's five video games. There's a game on Newgrounds where you play <laughs> as this guy, and it's and if you've seen anything about anime or manga, I'm sure you've seen this guy's face before. Like, even if you know nothing about it, you've you've seen this guy, because he's such a well-known character. It's Even in other manga, you see him, and you're like, <laughs> like, uh, Excel Saga, he's constantly referenced. You just see him in the background, and you're like, what the fuck? Why is that face there? What is wrong with his face? And even though we shouldn't be talking about this guy, this man who's just so awesome in this manga, which... In the 70s, it won the 21st Shogakukan Manga Award for just general manga. And the premise is just so out there, because it's not something you would expect. But it's so popular. You know, there's over 2 million copies sold around the world. It's hugely big with the French. Which I'm, well, French. <laughs> yeah. And it's just crazy. And the formula is fucking wash, rinse, repeat. Yep. <laughs> but it's still out there, and it's more entertaining than Naruto, than... Dragon Balls, you're like, no, that's bullshit. There's no way. But it, it, for some reason, it is. It's popular like that. But so, what manga are we talk about? This action, crime, insanity manga. It's Go Go Thirteen. Yes. Yeah. Go Go Thirteen. Now the best assassin ever. Yes, the <laughs> professional, the man himself. Now, for those of you who don't know, let me just literally say that this. Manga is dad fiction. It's designed for the 40 to 50 year old. It's the ultimate send-in manga. It's designed for the guy who goes to work every day and he wants to imagine himself going <laughs> off to magical places and killing people and having sex with random women and just doing the things that he can't do in real life. That's what this is. And literally, what I, 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 I look at him and I say he's like James Bond without a personality. He just stone face. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Like in, in the first volume that I got, I got two volumes right here of it. And first off, the first volume says, in 1991, this incident happened. In the second volume, in 1974. <laughs> what the fuck? Viz, what are you doing? It's supposed to be chronological order. not fucking all over the place. Gol goes like, he's immortal, he? apparently. He? Apparently he is. <laughs> Because he doesn't age a day. He's a fucking time. He's a fucking time traveler. He's a wizard. That's what he is. Because the cool thing about it, well, all right. For those of you who've been under a rock or have never heard of this, or if you just like Moe shit, no offense to the Moe fans. Gogo Thirteen is about a man who is regarded as the greatest assassin of all time. He is the man that you hire when you need something done, no questions asked, and in an improbable fashion. Some people believe he's a myth. Some people don't even believe he exists and every single nation on the planet wants him either to do a job for them or to catch him for the crimes he has allegedly committed no one knows who he really is no one knows where the hell he's from but the universe knows him as gogo 13 or duke togo now some of you are wondering wait what does gogo 13 mean duke togo what is what what the hell does gogo 13 mean now if it's short for gogo the 13 now do you know what Golgotha is, right? I've, I've heard of it, yes. Yeah. For those who don't know, Golgotha is the place where Jesus was crucified, according to Christian mythology, or Christian history, if you want to. Yeah. And the number 13, obviously, because it's 
uh, unlucky number because there were 13 participants at Jesus' Last Supper before his execution, and the 13th one was Judas. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of Christian mythology also, the fact that his, his logo, his symbol, is the skeleton with the crown of thorns. But Gogo 13, Duke Togo, he's a guy who no one knows who the hell he is. But all you know is that the fact is, well, according to the jacket copy in his personal files... So we have name, Duke Togu, unknown if real or birth name. However, this is what he calls himself. Gogo 13 professional alias. Date of birth, unknown. Age, unknown. Height, 182 centimeters, estimated. Weight, 80 kilograms, estimated. Blood type A. How do they know his blood type, but they don't know his freaking birthday? Like, come on. Alright, eye color, black. Yeah, that's right. Freaking evil. Hair color, black, straight. Address, unknown. Owns multiple pieces of land and houses around the world. Nationality unknown. MI6 believes him to be Japanese. CIA believes him to be of Japanese descent. KGB believed him to be a Japanese-German mix. Various other theories of his origin have been presented, including the idea that he is a Japanese-American or that he is a Japanese of partial Russian ancestry. His uncanny talent for languages, see below, serves to further obscure the question. Occupation, sniper. Personality, Same. calm and composed. That's an understatement. That's fucking... <laughs> a board of wood is, is more <laughs> less composed than him. Weapons, mainly uses variations of the Armalite M16, currently using the model M16A2, known to have also employed target rifles made by uh, Walther, and shoots Weatherby and Sig Arms. Observed to carry a Smith & Wesson 38 revolver for self-defense. Proficient in archery and improvised explosives. Gun or knife draw speed is 0.17 seconds. So they can they know his draw speed. They know how fast he draws a weapon. But they don't know... <laughs> Who the fuck he is? <laughs> how do you even measure that? I don't oh. even... And, and, and according right. to... Right. Sniping distance. Greatest recorded distance is a kill at 2,000 meters. It's probably a big deal. Uh, I don't know that much about sniping, but... Alright, because uh, I'm more of a running gunner, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, languages. Here we go. Ranks with the world's top linguists. He has been documented as speaking English, German, French, Spanish, Hungarian, Polish, Russian, Portuguese, Arabic, Hindi, Mandarin, Malay, Cantonese, Japanese, Inuktitut... I would assume. Enough to it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Italian, Hebrew, and Tagalog. Alright. Tagalog? Ooh. Yeah, uh, some familiarity with the Aboriginal languages of New Guinea. He probably speaks Sanskrit as well. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. He's, he's Gogo 13. <laughs> oh, the best man. is read, look at the, the picture. Then you, then, then you get the picture of him, and he, and he just has his, his normal expressionless face with his. Awesome mutton chops and his and his unibrow, and then then it goes into even more stuff. It says like IQ unknown, though it is rumored to be in the files of the former Soviet KGB. Uh, <laughs> it says a female KGB operative was documented to remark, "I forgot the exact number, but it was quite high." <laughs> it's very weird. An in, innate sense of for ballistics has struck even internationally renowned mathemat- mathematicians with wonder. Gogo 13 has been known to accurately calculate precise changes in a satellite's orbit almost instantaneously in his head. What? 
How is this guy, like, this guy is, like, literally the smartest man alive. <laughs> he is. He's go-go fucking 13. <laughs> uh, skilled computer programmer, advanced engineering knowledge of aerospace defense technology, medical expertise on MD and PhD level, also highly skilled in traditional herbal remedies. <laughs> Just in case, you know. Just in case he's, he's got to deal with a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So he's got, you know, he's got... It goes into more of this stuff. So, okay. Now, that first volume just gives his basic statistics. <laughs> Second volume goes a little bit further. It goes into his state of dress, his method of contact, his favorite things to do, which I'm surprised it's like, literally, he prefers briefs rather than boxers, and his favorite soap is Brown Windsor, if they don't know who the hell he, where he's from, yeah. really. his property and assets, his prison record, because apparently his diseases he's had, but then it has this. Gogo 13, sex, an overview. <laughs> Listen to this. First up, Gogo's erection is so powerful that it has been observed to maintain it even when interrupted by the police mid-coitus. <laughs> In story number 360, the wrong man, a woman having sex with a person she had mistaken for Gogo responded to his call for halftime by saying, always oh, heard he was on fire before a job. Is that it? From the marks, one can conclude that his sexual as his professional reputation is known in the underworld. Although his partners typically find intercourse him to be passionate, Gogo himself is noted for maintaining a calm and detached <laughs> manner during the sex act. This is not necessarily a reflection of his interest in the act or his partner, but it's thought to be yet another expression of his unwavering awareness towards his surroundings with regards to possible self-defense. Uh, the g- file on Gogo held by the Defense Intelligence Agency asserts that as a rule, almost all his sexual encounters are with prostitutes. And then this is, there is incidentally little evidence that Gogo 13 uses a condom. And there have been at least two known claims that he has fathered an illegitimate child in 1981. Yeah. So, going back to this, alright, you got a picture of him, it's like a full body picture, and it's got the little, like, little boxes that, that I was reading before, that's pointing to different body parts. So it's like, you know, it has the one box that says, strong abdominal muscles, can do sit-ups while holding two 20 kilogram dumbbells, like that kind of stuff. And then it has the one box pointing at his crotch, and it says, lures all the women in the world to the height of ecstasy, at any rate, an amazing penis. <laughs> really? I mean... Is that necessary? It's, exactly. Is any of this necessary to explain this character? Really? It's like, in, in volume 632, and it's like, this is volume 2? Really? Why didn't you show us all this? It's... it's, it's at any rate, an amazing penis. <laughs> okay, so, so you uh, so Gogo Thirteen is this guy who's like the ultimate world's greatest assassin. Because you're wondering, what is this about? He's just the world's greatest assassin, and every single chapter is about some scenario where something is going to happen, and a guy is like, you know what? We have to get this taken care of. Let's hire Gogo Thirteen, who shows up for three fucking panels to come and take care of it. He shows up. He finds a chick, he fucks the chick, he does the job, he either kills the chick or he fucks another chick, yeah. and then it's he washed. He does the job while he's fucking the chick. Yes. <laughs> from time to time. I mean, there's even a, two volumes where he does, he's not even there, but they just use his name to fuck with the guy. Like, say, <laughs> I hired Gogo13 to kill you, and he just gets all fucking paranoid. Like, oh god, he's gonna kill me! It's, they're all crazy. It's just, Gogo13 is just this character who just... He's emotionless. He has the same fucking face every single panel. You see yeah. him with a fake mustache on. Yeah. You see him with a yarmulke on. Yeah. You see him dressed up as a Jewish guy. <laughs> you see him as a Chinese man. You see him as he's, an Israeli. He's the opposite of Crying Freeman. <laughs> he's the complete opposite. If anybody doesn't know who Crying Freeman is, he's he's an assassin who, who's got like a huge tattoo all over his body, and like he uses a knife that he like throws at people with his foot. 
Like, yeah. He like holds it with his toes, and every time he assassinates somebody, he immediately starts to cry. Yes, we reviewed him back in yeah, episode yeah. Uh, 84. Yeah. Golgo, no. Gogo just <laughs> say, like you said, he's so detached from the rest of the world. He's a fucking sociopath. Yeah, pretty much. I can just see him, like I said, a cat on his lap just petting it, just yeah. the same intense tail, like he's gonna, just, just, he just snaps his neck and he's still petting it, you're like, what the fuck, dude? He, he's, he, he is fucking crazy, and, and the, it's really a bizarre and unusual series, and there are just these crazy things that happen in it. Like, yeah. the first volume just is literally, okay, so apparently there was this cannon built that could shoot a shell 600 miles. Like a super gun. Yeah. And Bill Clinton's administration finds out about it, so they hire fucking Gogo 13 to kill the guy who created it, and you're like, okay, and that sounds kind of boring, but it's literally this, he goes in, he fucks a girl, finds the information, and then he kills someone else, and then that's it. Yeah. And then you have that one where I told you where the guy hires it because um, this mobster killed a kid by accident and they use it to kind of flesh him out so he confesses to murder before Gogo 13 kills him, but Gogo 13 isn't there. And then the other one's about Tiananmen Square. There's this guy who wants to reenact Tiananmen Square, you know, cause a revolution, this, that, and the other thing, and Gogo 13 shows up. He's literally in the each of these mangas, which are named after him, for maybe two minutes. Yeah, it's it's not like Vampire Hunter D where he's in there, but he's a side character. This is just like okay, all the other people are the main characters, and then Gogo Thirteen shows up, does does what he has to do, and then then fucks out. a girl, then peace yeah. pieces out. There's tits in this, but I see I can I can see why this is such a popular manga though because like it's it really it's just like it's like every man's fantasy to be to fuck the best to kill the best to you know like to be the best at everything in the world and you're that's that's like the appeal you're just it's yeah it's just you yeah. just i i am the greatest thing ever and it's like really it's, you are the best but <laughs> really go go it's, it's I, I, Part of me is like, what the fuck? It's like you don't, you're not even worried about him completing the mission. It's like you know he's. It's like it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to go in and, and do what he needs to do. And he does. And he's gonna fuck a chick while he's doing it too. But it gets even more <laughs> fucked and crazy than that. Because let's talk. We usually don't talk about the anime. We we've been doing it. Like last episode we did it, but generally we don't. But in one of the movies, there's a scene when Gogo has captured a guy. He's he's gonna shoot the guy. They're at the top of a very high skyscraper. The guy says, fuck you, you're not going to take me alive, and he jumps out the window. And you see this guy falling, and he's thinking about his wife and his daughter, and how he's never going to see them again. Now, if you're an assassin and someone jumps out the window to their death, what does that mean, General? You'd probably just let them die. Gogo13 looks at the guy... Takes his gun and he shoots him <laughs> while he's falling. Yes, and blows his brains out. Still, and it's like, what? You just you just let him. You just let him fall. Why? Why waste the ammo? At but this no. point, it's the pr- I think it's just the principle. It's like you. It's like no, you're, I'm gonna kill you, bitch. Boom. It's like no, you're not taking this away from me. It is just. Pff, he takes the shot and he fucking kills him. I mean, how fucking crazy is this? It's just like, what the fuck? It's like I'm not gonna give up. <laughs> what is it? There's another one where he fights two homosexual guys, blows their brains out. Like, <laughs> it's. <sighs> Gogo 13 is just. I don't even know what the fuck to say. Usually we're just like, we can talk about, you know, like this, that, you know, how the characters are, the mm-hmm. art style. I mean, the art style in this is very antiquated. It's very different. The one, the one volume looks very antiquated, and then the other volume looks less antiquated. 
Which brings... so it seems so it seems like you know they're 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 clearly not in chronological order because they're coming out. The one which is not antiquated though came out later, so it's yeah, like yeah yeah. It's weird. It's like the, the the some of them look the characters look very uh, caricatured. They're you know they're they're like that kind of that old school uh, manga style where they all have like very exaggerated features. You know like, like oh a- I have a very big nose or I have very unibrowed face or my I, my cheekbones are very distinct. Like it's all like they all have their. It very... reminds me of politi- a political cartoon almost a lot of the yeah. times. Mm-hmm. So it's very exaggerated, yeah. very out there. Except for Gogo Thirteen, who looks exactly the same yeah. no matter what. Yeah. He's the least caricatured person, and he and his character is pretty is kind of a caricature because it's like he doesn't have very exaggerated features, but his features are very like distinct. From everyone else, it's, you know, his nose and his face and his eyes and his like everything is very different than what than any of the other characters you see. Because everyone is expressioned and their mm-hmm. their eyes are full, or you see some yeah. sort of thing that even if they're a character, they look like they're alive, that they're doing something. Yeah. They're this Gogo Thirteen looks like he's the fucking Terminator at <laughs> the time. He just he's just emotionless. <laughs> even when he's in disguise, you're like you see all the people in the in the image, yeah. and your eye just zooms in on him, and it's like, yeah, you're like that's really? Gogo Thirteen, <laughs> really? <laughs> like how do you not know? <laughs> how do you not notice this guy? Like if he was a real human being, and I saw him. I would immediately get the creeps from him. I'd be like, I need to get away from him as fast as possible. Even if he's not here for me, I need to get away from this situation because he's gonna. He just <laughs> looks like a very imposing and scary person. And, yeah. and the Sonny Chiba one, I'm surprised he was able to actually act that emotionless. It's like, <laughs> did they just give you some fucking downers? Did they just put a bunch of uh, a, yeah what, Botox in his face? So yeah, just move? to get that. Where it's like. I don't fucking know. I just don't know. This is... Gogo 13 is crazy. Now, the manga is interesting in the fact that it uses actual information, actual events which occur. They just change little things. Mm -hmm. Some things are completely crazy, like him trying to break into the Vatican to kill a specific priest who was actually a former traitor, Mm -hmm. to him having to destroy the super gun in the middle of of Israel. Yeah. It's like, they go all over the game. They use use historically, like, things that are happening at the time to to put it as a backstory. Which is a nice feature to do, to have that backdrop of reality. It's kind of like Forrest Gump. He's just kind of like... They kind of just fit them in wherever they need to fit them in. <laughs> and, and unlike with another, we'll say there's another killer we could use as an example of, which would be Lupin, mm-hmm. Lupin the Third. Yeah, he's in. There are references to the real world in that, but yeah. the difference is that Lupin seemed more like a satire. Of remember the, the yeah. issues look more. Com- they look like the old comic books from the 70s and 60s, the yeah. whole exaggerated craziness and just whatever yeah. happens happens, even though it's kind of set in the real world. This is more like. Like you said, it's dad fiction. This is more like yeah. there's more things which are realistic, even though it's completely out there and crazy. Like yeah. Lupin just, okay, uh, he pulls out a gadget or he jumps at Fujiko and a mm-hmm. boxing glove comes out of her crotch and knocks him <laughs> out. Crazy, but it's that's the laws in that it's, universe. It's, yeah, it's goofy. Where this is more... This is... This everything is, serious. is... It's serious and most of it is thought out and you could rationalize it. And the only thing which is crazy is the fact that Gogo 13 using an AK 47 can make a shot for 200 fucking meters. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a modified, it's the exact same fucking gun he used four, <laughs> four chapters ago. Come fucking on. <laughs> Gogo 13 just, 
I fucking yeah. I, I fucking don't know. I mean, a chain smoking assassin who just who apparently doesn't age, doesn't die. Yeah, and, as we just said before, he knows everything in the world. He's he's yeah. the best at everything. And he's, and he's the best at speaking different languages. He's the best at fucking women. He's the best at assassinating people. He's the best. I would like around. To... Yep. Nothing's gonna hold He's the best around. I actually would like to see Mad Bull 34 versus Goku 13, because Mad Bull's fucking sociopath. Dave and Joel, get on this. Make a picture of Mad Bull versus Goku 13. That would be awesome. What do you guys think? Mad Bull versus Gogo. Who would win? Because Mad Bull is just a corrupt, insane Kazuo Koike cop who, you know, he pulls his, he takes his, uh, out of his underwear, he pulls out a fucking grenade tied to his fucking pubes to blow someone up. Or he has, or he has a gun hidden in his cast. I mean, yeah. Gogo Thirteen just. The only thing I can I, I compare I would I would continue to compare Gogo Thirteen to would be like James Bond, like a James Bond character. It's just like he does shit that is just so out there and ridiculous, but to some degree it's it's just plausible. Like they can't, you know, it's probably not real, but it's it's a. Some of it's enough to be like, all right, I can, I can, I can see that possibly happening, maybe. <laughs> well, it is seems very like Ian Fleming writing because it is that episodic, like it yeah. has the whole setup. It has that. It's just, it's a darker. Yeah, actually, it is like the old mm-hmm. uh, Ian Fleming books. It is like that, except James Bond to the other degree, where he's yeah. just he is a villain. He's, yeah, he's not. He's not. Because that is the other thing is, Go Thirteen is not a hero. Yeah, he, he's he may, an assassin. He may sometimes do like you know the right thing, but it doesn't matter. Woman, man, child. If yeah. he's hired to kill you, he will yeah. kill you. He's kind of like Lobo in the fact, except Lobo is more charming. <laughs> and that's sad for me to say that. But saying Lobo from DC is more charming than this guy. But this guy could probably kill Lobo. Yeah, Lobo's like I'm indestructible. No one can go to thirteen. Fucking yeah, get done. <laughs> Yeah. Golgo will find a way. <laughs> Golgo will find a way, and then he'll accept $5 from a kid to kill Santa because he didn't get his Uzi for Christmas. <laughs> so, then, I mean, that's the interesting thing. Like, like, clearly, he has no morals at all. Like, he has no... No, he doesn't. He will do whatever job he's hired to do. Doesn't matter who it is. And he'll fuck someone. And he'll have sex with a chick. Or a guy, somewhere. or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> he'll make sure he... Well, he I don't think he's having fun doing it, but it's just that's his. But that's part of what makes him the perfect assassin is that he has no remorse and no, he's just completely detached from it. Yeah. So no. clearly, he has some psychological issue. <laughs> Something's not wired right in in his brain. He is. Well, but yes, but we could. He really, is what he is. He is what he is, and I mean, I could compare him lastly to the villain from the Battle Royale book, who where he had an injury which made his, his brain, it snapped him, so he had no moral quandaries. Mm-hmm. That's possible with Gogo 13, but we really don't know. But yet, because nobody knows anything about him, except that he has an amazing penis. <laughs> that an he... amazing penis, that's all That's all we know. And, and they know everything else about him, they know where he lives, they know his criminal record, they know how many women he's fucked, but they don't know who he is. <laughs> And that his penis is a great ride. <laughs> and that it's it, he's so awesome that police come in, he's still hard. Yeah. He's running out of a building, he's still fucking the girl. Yeah. He's like, um, what was the one we reviewed where the guy was having sex? Having uh, sex. well, there's a... There's three. There's a few. Uh, you have, um... Shoot him up. Shoot him up. Yeah. With, uh... With Clive Owen. Clive Owen, which, which that, was, that was a fantastic scene. 
Yep. Because it's Monica. Because he's like, because he's like eating a carrot at the same time, or because because he eats carrots because it's good for his vision. Yeah, and he's fu- he's, fu- he's fucking her. <laughs> yeah, Monica, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her called? Yeah. You had the oh yeah, the cage. Uh, Drive angry. Yeah. Which yeah. that was just lazy. Yeah, that was pretty lazy. And there's another one, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> but go, but go go thirteen would do all that and just make it. He just makes it just. <laughs> it, it, it's the it's well actually, Nick Cage was kind of. Well, no, he wasn't because he wasn't focusing. He was just drinking the liquor and just sitting there. <laughs> Gogo Thirteen would be just—he'd be ramming it in, and he would. <laughs> you know what's really sad is that if they if they had ever made a, a live action Gogo Thirteen movie in in the United States, not with Sonny Cheap like like with like yeah. an American actor, well, I, I could actually see Nick Cage playing Gogo Thirteen. Look no. at his look at his emotionless face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he'd have to have the signature psych out, and that would ruin it, because he has to have his signature freak out. Every single movie, he has the freak out! Like in uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, the, it's not going to do it! I don't know, man. Like, if you, if you, I, think, I think if you put Nick Cage's face up next to a picture of Gogo 13, I think, I think you, could, you could see it. I think you could, I think you'd see it. I think I think that that's going to be a question <laughs> on, on, this, in the in the gonna a challenge. It's going to be it should be like it's going to be like which of these is which of these is more motionless? Gogo thirteen, Gogo thirteen, Nick Cage. <laughs> Who is more motionless? <laughs> so he's got or or Nick Nolte. <laughs> nah, Nick Nolte's. Just... Oh, Nolte. Anyway, he's a, he's just inebriated. <laughs> I, no, I could, you know who would be the worst person to pick for for Gogo Thirteen though? Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gary Busey. <laughs> I'm crazy. He just be nuts. He uh, would la- he he smiles way too much for with his big teeth, <laughs> with his big horse mouth. <laughs> oh, Gary Busey. Gogo Thirteen barely opens his mouth when he talks. It's like he has like the tiniest mouth ever. He could never be Gary Busey. That's for sure. But that would be the old trick if Gary Busey was. Maybe Rucker. No, Rucker Howard, you got fat. Rucker Howard. Oh, oh no. You guys email us. Who would you think? Uh, w- uh, you can email Timbo at Sparker.com or me at Zansparker.com. Who do you think would be the perfect Gogo 13 in an American <laughs> film? And if you say Robert Patterson, not Robert, Robert Patterson or uh, uh, what the hell is that kid's name from Star Wars? Uh, oh, God. Hayden Christensen. Oh. You automatically fail. Yeah, no. No. Because <laughs> no. Hayden Christensen's just a whiny bitch. Every movie he's in. And Robert Pattinson has the IQ of buttered toast. <laughs> he's, but he's got the expressionless down. Yeah. He does have that. <laughs> but it's a very different expressionlessness. <laughs> I mean, that expressionless is, 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 is there's nothing going on behind here. Golgo thirteen, you know, you know the wheels are turning. Even though he has no expression, you know he's his brain's functioning on a level that's like well beyond anyone that's. That you... Okay, so I've got it. It's gonna be Golgo. <laughs> Who has more expression? Golgo, Nick Cage, Robert Patterson. <laughs> we need one more. I don't know who though. Oh, man, you know what the you know what? All right, I I just had a, I just had a flash because like. Normally, Nick Cage has basically an emotionless face. I mean, he's just he's just a robot, basically. Yeah. But do you remember Face Off? Where he takes his face. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you have to do the, but, the motion when. But he's no. Still. But when 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 he, when 
when John Travolta becomes him and he ends up in the prison and he's all like, ah! Like, he has, like, that ridiculous, like, smile in the one scene. Like, what is that? What was that? I don't understand what that was. It's just Nick Cage being that, fucking that a crazy was, person. Oh, that movie was so awful. It's a bad movie, oh. but it's fun to watch because you do the whole, <laughs> I'm going to take his face off. <laughs> I could eat a peach. That's why you, it's oh. one of the few Nick Cage movies you can really make fun of. Besides, oh no, the bees, not the bees, no. Oh, or hurry, I'm a Dutch for the wife. Yeah, still gotta do that movie eventually. But anyway, this is not the Nick Cage podcast, which we've constantly been trying to tell you guys it's not. Even though we've been talking, it's just it's just so easy to talk about him because it's so he's such a polarizing figure in in. He is, he is. Him, Gary Busey, it's all... I can't even imagine if if the movie with him as Superman came out. I can't even imagine what... Like, we would have had a nuclear apocalypse at this point if that movie had come out. Like, I mean, he's a fascinating... The butterfly effect would have been... I mean, he's a fascinating and scary character. I mean, part some like they want to. Uh, uh, Daryl Surratt said that he would like to just follow him around and see if he's actually as crazy as he actually is. He better take his face off he, and wear it. He just like sits all day and like dusts off his like Elvis memorabilia <laughs> and his, in, including fun. including uh, Elvis's daughter who, who he had married for. <laughs> Whatever happened to her, she's probably like locked away in his house somewhere. Probably him and his <laughs> Bentley. I mean, those those cars. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just don't fucking know Nick Cage. Damn you so much. <laughs> anyway, so to get back on to GoGo Thirteen before he comes and assassinates us. Uh, for those who don't know, we have a five point rating system. We don't use numbers or stars or dicks up, which is currently going to be used by if you listen to Boondock Saints. Alpha Counter is going to be using that now. But if you, um, we have five points, five different phrases that we use to rate how a manga is. Now our highest rating is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't buy this right now, your blood will dry out, your brain will freeze, and your soul will be forfeit to the great Zomo Gustar. Wahahaha! <laughs> it's just that damn good. You go to the bookstore, you go to Amazon.com, and you buy this shit right now, or you. Anyway. Next one, our next highest, is borrow from a friend and never return unless offered Pocky. It's worth your time, pretty good, but there's some issues, but the good outshines the bad. Then we have our middle of the ground, which is a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but forgettable. Enough said. Yeah. Don't really have to explain it. Then we have your typical reading material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institute. <laughs> I don't think they should be reading this at a correctional facility. <laughs> no, I, I think they should. They'll get ideas or they'll be scared straight. If you're bad, GoGo13 will come and kill you like horror stories. I, man, I heard GoGo13 kill Johnny in cell number 17. I, I, I just, I wish in, in the real world there was somebody that was like this. There was somebody that was so freaking scary, like, the scariest assassin ever, who's like, who, o- people only whisper the, his name, because he's so ridiculous. But there probably is, and it is, he's gonna come kill us, and please don't kill us, we're just honoring Gogo 13, please don't kill us, please don't kill us! But, oh god, I wish there was, I really wish there was. And then there's our lowest rating, which is have a priest purify, and then we burn him. If pretty much this manga, if it gets its rating, it's worthless, and just avoid it at all costs. Even if you're a sadomasochist, don't even read it, it's just that terrible. I mean, we've had a couple which people have argued with me about. A couple, like, worst people argue is a good manga. There's no fucking way that's a good fucking manga. There, <laughs> Its title says it all. <laughs> In Bombos versus everything, there's no fucking way. Or, there's 
a couple, which is making me mad. But so, from what you've heard and what you've seen from the manga, what would you give it? I I'd say probably since it's been around for so long, like, and and there's so many different iterations of it and everything like that. I'd say it's probably like a four. Like it's you know you borrow it from from somebody, you 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 read it, hold on to it, but. I don't think you have to like run out and buy it. It's it's not. I don't think it's that hard to find. That yeah, it's it, like, it, is it? Yeah, because um, uh, Biz Signature kind of they they just said yeah. Okay. If you can find it, you good good fucking yeah. luck. Because it's like Gogo Thirteen. You have to know the right spots to find it. Um, and then you find one fucking copy, and some yeah. assholes trying to bite you for it. Yeah. Not that I know anything about but that. But there's always the movies and the and the anime around that you can watch, and then and make your decision based on those. Cause, yep. Because they do they do. Yep. Uh, from what I've seen of them, they they do hold up to the. Same. Room level. 909. He could have <laughs> taken that shot through room 909. He did. He was in lockup. You had to kill that guy. How the fuck did he do that? <laughs> Me, personally, I'm torn. I, uh, it's rare I'm actually torn between two. I really am, and I don't want to do the middle. People say, oh, just make the middle of the ground. That's why we have five ratings. So the middle of the ground is the fucking... I'm going to bump it up, even though I have... Because I'm going to say it's Borrow from a Friend and Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky, because it is really good. The only thing is that if you're not into the political intrigue, if you're not into reading 20 pages of two guys talking about how in 1947 the Israelites came with this invention, which would cause this, and it was developed by Hans, blah, 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 and then this invention for, 40 fucking, for 14 fucking pages of exposition... Then you're not gonna like this. There's a lot of exposition. Yeah. You, if you want to just read him walking up and killing someone, well, unfortunately, there's not a lot of that. It, yeah. the, the the shots are awesome. The scenes of him having sex are awesome. It's just there's a lot of fluff stuff to, to get it. through in the meantime. Yeah, you're grudging, and it's all interesting. It's all political. I mean, if you're someone who likes these political stories, if you like Tom Clancy, if you like the the whole, uh, I want to say the Splinter Cell, where it's a whole universe of who's fucking over who, and if you like Frank Herbert's Dune, if you like all that, you're going to love this manga. I mean, it's still cool to watch. It's fun to watch, but yeah. the, the anime I like a little more than the manga. Yeah. But it is a little bit of a... The anime probably moves a little bit faster. Yeah, they get yeah. rid of... They, they cut out a lot of the, the, the dragon. There is a lot of dragon. This. It's still yeah. very cool. It's just... The, it seems the character is more fascinating than the source to you. It's like most yeah. American comics. The mythology is awesome, but there's a lot of times when the actual story itself is subpar. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, certain webheads who are no longer webheads. Yeah. Or certain certain people from, from a dying planet. <laughs> yes, the sole survivor of a dying planet sent, sent, sent across the universe to yeah. learn from people who live in very bad states that well no he's not from Kentucky because that would be something else altogether that'd be him and his cousin I think honestly with Gogo 13 you couldn't even use you could you can't even use uh three like okay but forgettable he is not forgettable you, you can't, he's not forgettable like Gogo 13 is like one of the most iconic manga and anime characters ever he is that's the if that's you know one. anything about manga or anime at all, 
you know who Golgo 13 is, or you've at least seen his face. You know, yeah, no, like he, he is, he is. I mean, the thing is, Party wants to go the really, really, really fucking cool, but it's like it gets down because of the fact is that political intrigue is not for everybody. Yeah, if you don't like the political intrigue, it's gonna drop it down. It's still mm-hmm. awesome to read, and the fact is, I'm actually giving this away at. When we do the insane manga challenge, I'm going to mm-hmm. give this away. Because someone says, oh, why don't you just sell it? I'm like, no, it's Gogo 13. He deserves better than that. <laughs> he deserves to have people fight for him. Yes. To win him. Yes. A fight to the death. Yes. With a brown... And then they have to have sex with Gogo 13. <laughs> and if he doesn't kill you, then... I want to see somebody cosplay Gogo 13. That'd be fantastic. Actually, if you... I don't know. I don't, I've never... I, I can't even picture someone doing it successfully, but I'd like to see it. I'd like on. to see it happen. Hold on. Let me, let me pull my pictures on our file. Yes. Oh. Uh, let's Perhaps see Zan has, has, has... New York Comic Con 2012. Proof. Oh, of course. The one I couldn't go to. Yeah. Ah. Where is he? Um, where is... Rats and fiddlesticks. Where is he? <laughs> oh, he's here somewhere. Oh, there's George Sakai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh my! I can't seem to find it. Why not? Oh no! It's it's on our main page though, but we do have a picture of Gogo Thirteen yeah. of a guy actually cosplay as Tuxedo Gogo Thirteen, <laughs> Tuxedo Mask or Tuxedo Common mixed with Gogo Thirteen. You're like, <laughs> okay, so Gogo Thirteen is a phantom thief. Actually, now speaking of which, I've I've submitted three panels. Teaching in manga, Phantom Thieves in manga, Apocalypse in manga. Can he, Koga 13, be used in all three panels? As an example. Huh. I don't, I don't know. As a teacher, he teaches you not to fuck with him. <laughs> and the correct way to kill someone. <laughs> and using his PhD level of intelligence to know how to, how to do specific things. Like breaking into a vault which is indestructible by using water. <laughs> which was later used in a movie with Marlon Brando. And Edward sure. Norton and yes. Robert De Niro. That was a good movie. Yes, it I was. That, movie. that was the last one he did, too. Yeah. But you have that. And that was first done in Goga 13. They learned that from Goga 13. <laughs> Possibly. Uh-huh. But then Phantom Thieves in Mongo. Well, he used that he used that to steal he used that to steal stuff in order to kill the guy. <laughs> he uses the versionary tactic. Yes. So he is technically a Phantom Thief. <laughs> and the Apocalypse Mongo. Well. I don't think that one works. No. If you can figure that out, again, sparkin at gmail.com or zansparkin.com. Figure this out. How the hell can I explain Gogo 13 <laughs> as a, as in the apocalypse? I mean, him versus Kenshiro. I mean, I can't even, it's like, huh. Kenshiro versus Gogo 13. Would that even work? I mean, can I be, I think, I think Gogo 13 is so badass that he would his head wouldn't explode. Or, or if his head did explode, he would still have the same facial expression when it happened. It would just pop. He, he Golgo thirteen would bust the cap in Kenshiro's ass at the same time when he's getting. That, so they both would die. They would both die. Yeah, they'd have to both die. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to. And Golgo would no. Golgo. Golgo would just be no. His would, body would explode, but his head would be perfectly fine with that expression. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else has that look of agony. He's just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. His head wouldn't explode. He would just, he would just collapse. He would just fall over and die. Let's see now. Who and, else? And Kenshiro would just get shot in the head. And Rick, and Rick, uh, the only person who I think could possibly, possibly who could kill him is Rikio. 
Maybe Ricky O, <laughs> or maybe one of the JoJo's. Which JoJo? I don't know. <laughs> maybe no. Dio is just no. Dio no. <laughs> Dio just be like, uh, Zat World, freeze, walk away. Bullet pass him. Zat World. <laughs> Gogo would just move over and move to the left, move to the right. You don't fucking know. He's Gogo fucking thirteen. Uh, anyway. Uh, so remember, you can check us out at www.sparkin.com. You can email us, sparkin at gmail.com. I'm at zansparkin.com. I'm Timbo at sparkin.com. You can check out any of our rants and raves on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash sparkin. Manga Review. We're also on Twitter under at sparkin and at Timbo Sparkin. Yep. We're also on, we're going to do a Tumblr account eventually. We have it registered. We just haven't done anything with it because really, what do you do with Tumblr. It's just I don't images, even, right? I don't even know what Tumblr is. I, Someone honestly... says, oh, get a Pinterest. I'm like, what the fuck is Pinterest? <laughs> Someone tell me what that is. I just don't know. It's just, this is crazy. It's go-go third. It's just, you know, we've done a lot. We're still here. We're still kicking. We're not going to give up. Uh, check out our movie review. We got a bunch of movies coming out, including a very cool one coming out involving a guy named Squeak Little Bitch. <laughs> All right. In a, in, a, in a sport involving... A large white ball used by two other guys using this large white ball. And there's penises and Yasmin Bleak in it. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. Should I ruin it or no? Hey, they'll, they yeah, listen. Let, let them. Let them. Yeah, listen to the next episode of the Spark and Movie <laughs> Review and you can tell what it is. And speaking of which, we should find what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 166. Yes, 166. We're almost at 170. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually we will go and review that. And there's actually a couple of really good things on the list. Some very good ones and some bad ones. And, well, we have one which... I hope we don't get. I truly do not hope we don't get. But we will see what's going to happen. The one, that only. We Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Except I'll substitute. Now, what is a Wheel of Manga? It is a wheel with numbers on it, and you spin it. And then it tells you what manga you review. Nice. <laughs> Regardless of whether you want to or not. Yes, yes, very true. So spin and see what we're reviewing. No. What is the number? The number is nine. So in the next episode no. of the Spark and Movie Review, oh my good God, we're reviewing a Gona guy. <laughs> a very special Gona guy with a naked woman who she hides her secret identity by being completely naked. <laughs> so sit back and relax in the next episode we review that one, that only, Keiko Kamen. <laughs> Uh, have you seen the live-action Keiko Kamen? No, I haven't. You've seen the trailer, though. I've seen bits and pieces of, of stuff. I, <laughs> I, I remember when they were selling it at FY, at, FY, at Target. Not Target. Um, the other one. The worst yeah. spot. They saw it at Best Buy in a two-pack. That's before the animes <laughs> went to hell. It was Keiko Kamen and, some, and another Gona guy. I think it was like Iron Virgin June or something. I'm like, <laughs> I actually want to buy this. Because the funny thing is that Keiko Kamen, she's naked, but her but it's covered by a little chibi Gona guy. Going, ah, with wings. I say, you can't see this. Because it's, it's insane. It's one of the more what the fucks of Gona guys. It's... We always have fun with going to guy. <laughs> I can't wait for that episode. So, um, I guess that's it for this episode. I don't think there's anything else really we could talk about unless we rant for 20 minutes. No. But we're good, I think so. And with that I in think mind, we ranted enough in the beginning. I, yes, I guess And throughout. Very true. But that's usual because this is a ranting episode. So, with that in mind... Uh, see you guys next time. 
See you guys later. This is your host, Zon, Spike and Mongavi. We are Gonsville. Catch you next time. And remember, if you don't listen to the next episode, Gogo 13 will kill you. <laughs> we'll hire him with our nickels and buttons. Catch you guys next time. Bye. きのう決めたばかりのちっぽけな約束さえも守れてない今年もまたこの季節が来て早いなって合図地ばかり打って僕はどこまで進んでこれたんだろう I'm